0: I want to spend a bit of time talking to you about something that's prevalent in the world, certainly the Western world, political correctness. What do we make of it? Do we even think about political correctness? Because I think it's something that reaches all of us. It's very dangerous indeed. When you think of some of the things that are going on, I've been thinking about it over the past couple of weeks or so. It seems to be more and more prevalent in our society, political correctness. What do I actually mean by this? I think the way to explain it is to give you just a couple of examples. Examples always work better with me than explanations. That's how, I, I think that's how I got you through university and a maths degree. Examples, the explanations went over my head. But anyway, give you a couple of examples. We have this transgenderism now. Men pretending to be women, women pretending to be men. It can even raise a little smile on our face. But it's very, very dangerous. Because what we have is our leaders they are not only encouraging us to not make a distinction between men and women and to and, and to let women say well, you know, I'm a man and vice versa, men say that I'm a woman but it's being enshrined in our laws. So, that's a different thing altogether. And what you see is people going along with it. They really do, by and large. You know that because if you speak up against it, you're going to be the bad guy in the society that we live in. That is how powerful and how effective political correctness is. Another example is homosexuality. We don't call them homosexuals anymore. We call them gay. Gay's a nice word. It's soft, isn't it? Gay means happy, but we call homosexuals gay. Again, it's accepted in society. Our politicians, homosexual politicians, celebrities, throughout society. We have homosexuals, a.k.a. gay. What's it all about? Now this is where people need to get their thinking hats on, thinking caps. Think about what it's all about. Instead of just being led along like sheep. It's about getting you to comply. Our leaders are getting you to comply. It doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. There is nothing more ridiculous and nonsensical than transgenderism. But that doesn't matter. It's about government overreach. It's about, in, it's about them gaining more and more power over you. Because this is precisely what they are doing By getting you and me to go along with this stuff, they have got you. And there's no end to what they will do if we comply and we run with it. Where does it all end? If our leaders can get us to embrace transgenderism, the ridiculousness of men pretending to be women and women men, And it's invaded our schools in such a massive way now. A whole generation of children growing up to think it's fine to just change your sex and to have your body mutilated in the process. Where does it end? let's take it a step further now let's take it a step further because that's bad enough isn't it I I honestly believe, I'm, I'm convinced enough to stand here and tell you that this is our leaders, those who have rule over us grabbing power more and more power and this is a very powerful way of doing it through political correctness but there's more going on I'm going to just read to you from what has become one of my favourite passages in the Bible. I'll just read a couple of verses from Psalm 1. Sorry, not Psalm 1, Psalm 2. Psalm 2, verse 1. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Anointed means Christ. So our rulers take counsel together against God and against his Christ, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. That is what is happening with political correctness. The rulers of the earth are saying, let us cast their, break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. That's talking about God's holy laws. This is what's happening. Because what we see going on in society, you've got to remember who the God of this world is. Who is the God of this world? Someone answer me. The devil, devil, Satan, is the God of this world. He's not interested in this world. The world is his anyway. The church is what he is out to destroy. And what we see happening in the world is filtering through into the church. The visible church, that is. Let's make a distinction here, because Jesus has said, upon this rock I will build my church. He's talking about the invisible church, the household of God, the body of Christ of which he is head, that one true church. Satan can do nothing to destroy that church. But what we see is the visible church destroying itself because it is embracing the ways of the world it is giving in and kowtowing to political correctness we have denominations now where you have ordained transgender ministers we have denominations now that have ordained homosexual ministers. We have um, denominations that have ordained women ministers. All of that is a violation of the word of God. This is what it's about. We see these church denominations destroying themselves. And it's not something to celebrate when we see the Church of England now apostate or the Episcopalian Church in the United States of America apostate and so on and so on. It's very sad, it's very unfortunate. What are we to make of it? Because I say that all of this stuff that's coming through, our leaders taking counsel against the Lord, against his Christ, saying let us break their bands asunder, cast away their cords from us, legislating evil laws which people like sheep embrace or go along with at any rate. And even the church is scared to speak up against it. And even the church calls homosexuals gay. Let me just read to you a little bit here. You can really, I I would like you to, you know, accept that this this is the word of God and God knows best. And let God be God here. Let me just read to you Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 13. If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, it's talking about homosexuality there. Both of them have committed an abomination. That means they have committed something that is detestable to God. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Now you can get into any, you can get into a debate or an argument, are you saying Glenn that we ought to put homosexuals to death now? I'm not even going to give my opinion on that. But, what I will say is that what was the case in the Old Testament hasn't changed. What was an abomination is still an abomination. We, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, Forever. There's no reason to think that what was once detestable to God is now not detestable to him. That's fair enough, isn't it? So that's homosexuality. And I'm not just breathing fire and brimstone here. Because we do have a God who is gracious and merciful. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said to the church at Corinth beautiful words here from Paul I'm going to read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 I do love these verses. Okay. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom kingdom of God? Paul is very forthright there, isn't he? He doesn't mince his words. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers. Now, I'll have to explain the next couple of things here nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. You may have something different if you've got a different version of the Bible. Essentially, that is talking about homosexual offenders there, okay? Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. He's being very clear there. If you're any of those things, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. But he doesn't stop there. Look at verse 11. And such were some of you. Speaking to Christians here. Christians. Such were some of you. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the spirit of our God. How wonderful that is. And of course as Christians we know full well that we're no different to anyone else. But we thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord who came into this world and who saved us from our sins and who continues to work in us and to shape us into the image of Christ by the Holy Spirit. So be very careful Be not deceived. You will be deceived more than anything by your own heart. Not by others. Not by those wicked politicians, the rulers of the world. Not by everyone else who's going around embracing all the wickedness that we see and hear in our society. You will be deceived by your own heart. We need the word of God. We need to be people who examine everything under the light of God's word. And we need to be people who have a holy boldness. And even if our own children think that we're monsters, so be it. We need to be true to God and true to ourselves. Because God is right. He really is right. And if God says something, then we should not sugarcoat it or disregard it in order to embrace the ways of a wicked, Christ-rejecting world. Amen.